and welcome to Who Does a Podcast. This is the show where we review, rank, and dig into the history behind every song on the Hamilton soundtrack. My name is Kyle, and I'm here with Joe. And welcome, folks, to the Adams Administration. This episode, we are covering <laughs> the Adams Administration, the 34th song in the musical, if you can call it a song. Joe. Wow. What do you got for this one? Shots fired. Also, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm good inside my spaceship. Um, yes. Shout out to our shadow producer who is here with us. Uh, we won't mention his name. But um, so, at administration, we are now on the other side of Washington's presidency. It is over. The next president has been elected it is john adams who was the first vice president now he's the second president Mm -hmm. and um yeah we're back out here uh throwing dirt on hamilton's good name um we have one of those burrs intros where he's like here's everything he's done he's still a terrible human being and it's like wait a second and jefferson (laughs) pops out he's like ha ha the guy you like is gone it's like wait a second so they're just character assassinating this guy who's not even in politics actually in this at this point um at this point he is gone Gone from the cabinet. <laughs> I don't know what the hell. just grew up. <laughs> Washington's gone. He's not in the cabinet anymore. Uh, so, yeah, he's not even in politics. But uh, Hamilton does enough to kind of put the spotlight on himself again, too. So it's yeah, not he, all just dirt throwing. Yeah, he still has a big influence in the political sphere. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot that goes on. He car- His name carries a lot of cachet and weight. But... Um, yeah, the implication that he's actually a part of the party is not true. He's just a citizen with a lot of influence. Um, yes. So, yeah, this is a slanderous song at the end of the day. Until Hamilton bites back. Yes, exactly. So he responds back. Um, it kind of throws everyone into a tizzy. They're like, he's losing his mind. He's he's out of control now. And... uh Madison and Jefferson are happy about it. They're like, this guy's out. We never liked him to begin with. Now he's kind of losing it uh, politically. Yeah. And then they tease a little at the end that uh, might be time to put the nail in this guy's coffin. Yep. 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 Let's uh, completely assassinate his character. Mm-hmm. Um, did, we should have probably talked about this. In but did you want to talk about the <laughs> extended version here or something? Yeah, else? I think we do it here okay. because this is our general thoughts. So this... How about you take it, Joe? I think you know a little bit more about this. Um, okay. Uh, I was kind of hoping well, you probably know this I had a little bit of another <laughs> nugget. But. Well, I'll just say this. There was a song cut from the musical that was originally written is just basically a rap attacking John Adams, and there's a snippet of it with Hamilton's only line in this song, sit down, John, you fat mf'er. That's so actually that not the, what he says. Well, I know. It's actually that fat. That was what you found what he said? Oh, you definitely saw it on M- Genius. F-Stick. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's bleeped. It's bleeped in the show. It's bleeped in the stage show and on the soundtrack for comedic effect. Um, but that line is the ending line to the rap that was cut. So there's a recording of it that was done during like a Q&A. Lynn kind of raps it for the crowd. It's pretty fun. It was also featured on the mixtape, uh, like in an official... Interlude. Um, an official sense uh so it was actually by Shockwave. Yeah, performed by Shockwave of, as an interlude on the Hamilton mixtape. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a member of Freestyle Love Supreme, correct? 
Oh, snap. I saw Shockwave and I was like, who is Shockwave? That yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's a nice little tie-in. Yeah. Did you watch Almost that doc the, uh, Sorry. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have. I, you know what? I have Hulu now and I still have not watched it. Kyle. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bad person. Um, um, I'll get yeah, to it. Another uh, nugget about uh, that part of it getting cut out. Was um I watched a piece of a Q another Q and A where um somebody was talking about like okay you guys eventually had to make cuts because the mm-hmm. first run of it was like over three hours <laughs> um and Lynn was like uh him and Thomas Kale the director met the next day and they were like this has to go and not just for the fact that this has to go and Lynn says this was probably the best rap he had in the whole play. And it just signifies to the rest of the cast that, hey, I'm willing to cut my stuff and I'm putting right. my ego aside. So if other things get cut, like, no, that is not personal. This is just for the betterment of the play. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a good uh, it's a good leader. I was going to say that was a good leader. <laughs> Maybe he learned something from Washington. But yeah, reading a lot about historical leaders, taking that. On his uh, shoulders. Nah, he didn't learn anything from Hamilton. Nah, he wasn't much of a leader, nah. to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> he was a he was a wild card. Um, okay, anything else to cover here, or do we just get to it? I don't think so. Let's let's, let's get to it. Let's hit those numbers. How do we measure? Where do we stand? At number number seven. Does this bother you? So in thirtieth place. So what do you want to see the most? All right. All right. We have our vocal producer, Yumio, back again to tell us where we stand. Evening, fellas, and shadow producer. Hello. Uh, today, our rankings are 43 and 29. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That is interesting. <laughs> Yeah. Realistically, it's only fourteen apart, but that's uh, <laughs> once once you change the uh, the tens place twice, that's a big that's a big gap. That's there. a big gap. So Kyle, I um, was forty three. Uh, I've said it from the beginning. The non songs are at the end. Uh, this is a non song. This is an interlude to crown all interludes. Well, I guess there's three worse, but uh, <laughs> yeah, this is mostly talking, mostly setup, mostly story. Um, sure, it's fun. Which why it's not last, but uh, this is this is uh, not a song. Is basically <laughs> what I'll say. So on a list of songs, it is very last uh, right. towards the bottom. Well, Joe, I had been teasing for a couple of weeks. I know I have one oh, high. Here it is. <laughs> I'm gonna get a lot of here flag for. But I stand with it. Aside from the talking part at the end, it's a good tune and. This is one of the songs where I say the shortness of it helps the song because you never want to skip because you're going to get in and out pretty quickly. So it's not like it's taking anything away from it. You never feel like you're compensating time to listen to it. Um, I enjoy Burr's performance. I I enjoy the heck out of uh, Jefferson's performance, David and. Leslie and I enjoy the heck out of Hamilton, uh, Lin Manuel. I think it's a good short <laughs> dropping the bomb. I think it's a great short punchy song. Um, 
and I stand by my 29. Now it's definitely gonna move down because there's other songs I've 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 realized that are obviously better than it. But yeah, where I was in July, I was like, you know what? I stand by this. I enjoy the heck out of it. I never change it. And I still I still sing it to myself just randomly. So I mean, you say it's a good tune, but it's this, it's the tune we've heard like five times by now. It's that same. It's a good tune. There's a reason they use it five times. Cadence. Yeah, but you've you've said in the past that once you hear something over and over, it kind of. But it's it's not kinda the same it. thing because they even changed the bastard orphan. They they switched all that. Mm-hmm. So it, there's I'm a, saying the tune. There's though. a bit of newness and freshness to it. Okay. Because hearing, I won't uh, argue too hard. hearing I won't argue Jefferson too hard. on it is a difference. We never hear anybody else other than Burr, really. So okay, okay, yeah, I get you. Look, it's gonna go down, but <laughs> it will go down. July Joe stands by this. <laughs> July Joe loves the administration. Stands by this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking a lot about the past, as in July of last year. I think we'll delve a little further into the past. Knowing history. Because history also shows history. The Nuggets, they're on their way. All right, Joe, you are up first. All right. And my historical nugget is titled Founder of the Coast Guard. So, smuggling off the American coast was an issue before the Revolutionary War and after the Revolutionary War. It was even more problematic. Along with smuggling, lack of shipping control, pirating, and a venue unbalance were also also major problems. In response, Hamilton proposed to Congress to enact a naval police force called Revenue cutters in order to patrol the waters and assist the custom collectors with confiscating contraband. Concerning some of the details of the system of cutters, Hamilton wanted the first 10 cutters in different areas in the United States from New England to Georgia. Each of those cutters cu- are a type of ship. It is a type of ship. I was, okay, okay. was, was going to get to that. Each of those cutters was to be armed with 10 muskets and bayonets, 20 pistols, two chisels, one broad ox, and two lanterns. A cutter is a type of ship. <laughs> <laughs> a cutter is a type of ship with a large mass. Um, I actually didn't put it in my notes. I originally wanted to, and I was like, I'll leave it up. Everybody will understand it's a ship. (laughs) Uh, But thanks for interjecting. Um, uh, This idea was also proposed to assist in tariff controls, boosting the American economy, and promote the merchant marine. Thus, the United States Revenue Cutter Service was established by an act of Congress on August 4th, 1790, as the Revenue Marine. Upon the recommendation of Secretary of the Treasury Alexander Hamilton to serve as an armed custom enforcement service, as time passed, the service gradually gained missions either voluntary, voluntarily or by legislation, including those of military nature. Hamilton headed the Revenue Marine. 
Washington suggested to Hamilton that it would be a it would be advantageous to have each master supervise the construction of his own cutter. The suggestion that Hamilton put into use, along with the limitation that each cutter costs no more than one thousand dollars U.S. Hamilton's cost restriction cost restrictions proved unrealistic for three of the new cutters. The Massachusetts <clears throat> cost two thousand five fifty dollars. Scammel costs $1,255, and General Green cost over $1,500. President Woodrow Wilson signed into law the Coast Guard Act on January 28, 1915, merging modern... Merging modern... I've messed that up. (laughs) Merging the U.S. Revenue Cutter Service and the U.S. Life Saving Service, making the modern day Coast Guard. In 1939, the U.S. Lighthouse Service was also merged into the Coast Guard as one of the country's six armed forces. The Coast Guard has been involved in every major U.S. war since 1790 from the Quasi War with France to the global war on terror, making it one of the longest continuous uh, acts of service. Branches of military. Branches. Branches of military. Interesting. Wow. Because yeah. like na- our naval ended up stopping at one point. That's why the hmm. revenue cutter oh, actually got enacted. Yeah, continuous. That's crazy. So, yeah. yeah, it's funny. Uh, Hamilton always worried about money. It's like, uh, we should probably stop all this smuggling, man. I don't know (laughs) if you guys have seen Snowfall, but (laughs) (laughs) a lot of legal activity. I don't know if you've seen Scarface, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) oh man. All right, I looked into what I'm titling Hamilton published his response. So the bulk of the credit here goes to Dominic Martin of Medium.com. So Hamilton left office in 1795 during Washington's second term. So he was not fired by John Adams, as the song says. As for Adams calling Hamilton a Creole bastard, there is no direct reference to this in any writings. The closest comes from a couple letters from Adams to Benjamin Rush. One from 1805, where he writes that he is a Scottish Creole. And another is in a letter from 1806 in which the phrase bastard brat of a Scottish peddler is written. However, 1805 and 1806 are not 1795 when Hamilton resigns or 1797 when Adams takes office. So this is much later. So since there was no response to being fired needed, what did Hamilton publish about John Adams? The play is most likely referring to Hamilton's 14,000 word piece titled A letter from Alexander Hamilton concerning the public conduct and character of John Adams Esquire, President of the United States, in October of 1800. It was sent out to many prominent Federalists, and the competing Democratic-Republicans acquired a copy and publicly published it, thereby affecting Adams' chance of winning re-election in 1800 and affecting the Federalist Party's prominence in the political scene. With 54 pages of argument against John Adams, it does not actually charge the president with anything and actually ends with some compliments towards his moral principles and hostility at the end. It does, of course, get in some good burns, notably not denying to Mr. Adams patriotism and integrity 
and even talents of a certain kind, I should be deficient in candor where I were I to conceal the conviction that he does not possess the talents adapted to the administration of government and that there are great and intrinsic defects in his character which unfit him for the office of chief magistrate. (laughs) And also, he is a man of an imagination sublimated and eccentric, eccentric, (laughs) propitious neither to the regular display of sound judgment nor to steady perseverance in a systematic plan of conduct. And I begin to perceive what has been since too manifest that to this defect are added the unfortunate foibles of a vanity without bounds and a jealousy capable of discoloring every object. So Hamilton basically saying this guy sucks as president (laughs) and cannot do the job. As for the sit down John line, that's not only a line pulled from the cut song, but a reference to the opening number from the 1969 musical 1776. In it, the Second Continental Congress tells John Adams to sit down, John, for God's sake, John, sit down. So a little call out to that musical. Yes. Solid. Yep. So, yeah, none of this actually happened when Adams took office. He wasn't Hamilton wasn't fired. He resigned earlier. This thing wasn't published then. It was published much later. So a little bit of bending history as we've seen in the past. Yeah. And the Creole bastard um, is rumored and mm-hmm. innuendoed, but there's no actual testimony yeah. that John Adams said. It. Yeah. And in the, in the song, they say privately called him Creole bastard. Yeah. So he's kind of just summing up things that yeah. Adams felt about uh, Hamilton there. Well, I think I think I always got confused when I said privately called him Creole bastard and his taunts was him saying it mm-hmm. privately to him. Right, right, yeah. like directly to Yeah, it's it's a little fuzzy there. Yeah. But just puts it put some drama, spin some drama on it. Yep. And yep, yep, yep. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Let's get to those lines that we love. Uh, your favorite line. My favorite line. How do you pick one, right? And I think one of the sort of lines that resonates most with me is I gotta say shout out to the shadow producer man he is crushing it tonight yes he is on (laughs) top of things thank you very much alright mine is up first so let's hit it Which makes him the vice president Washington can't help you now No more Mr. Nice President Adams fires Hamilton Privately calls him Creole bastard in his toes Say what? Hamilton Now Kyle Yes You did hear yours But I couldn't let you have all of it Because that is also mine Oh I see That's why it's confusing (laughs) I see so apologies to the shadow producer. Yes, apologies to the shadow producer. But uh, I didn't want to reveal to you that I had the same one, but I extended it a little You just want to get a little... Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Interesting. You tricked me. I you did. tricked everyone. I did. Thank you, Joe. Monkey There's the, the surprise is there for sure. <laughs> yeah, not much to choose from here. So Not a ton. <laughs> that's the thing. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, how about you go first? Because I talked a lot. All right. Um... I just enjoy David's interjection into this Washington can't help you now nor just mm-hmm. the smile and the snarkiness <laughs> of the line delivery is just so great and um 
the privately calling Creole bastard in his taunts when Davi hits the say what? <laughs> like <laughs> he's good. like, okay, this is a bridge too far, even for me. Stuff's <laughs> going on, yeah. He's like, calm settle down now, everybody. Getting personal. Um, but yeah, no, I just like the uh whimsical quips in this line, and it's pretty much the entire song. That's why I like the song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had an entire song two or three weeks ago about how nice it is that Washington's there for Hamilton and how it's great for him, and now He's gone. So this is this is Jefferson, like you said, interjecting his little. He ain't here anymore, buddy. Yeah, just rubbed it in his face. <laughs> He's like, gone. Ah, you were powerful because of him, and now he ain't here. So <laughs> no more, Mister Nice President. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Basically, sums up the idea of the song here. Yeah. Okay, favorite <laughs> verse if you can find one. Um, I guess I'll cut it before David and after David, and I'll go. I have to go to David first because even though I do like Leslie's beginning, the David jokes are just so funny. They're just such great dicks. Yeah, yeah, of course. He always gets the good performance in there. Um, I didn't really know how to cut this, so I just said everything before the sit down John line because everything after it's just talking. So yeah, again, it's it's short. There's not much there. Yeah, not a lot. Not, a lot. <laughs> not two T's later. <laughs> Uh, favorite character. <laughs> uh, he's going for a clean sweep at the Oscars. I have to give it to David Dix. Whoa, he's <laughs> doing it again. To Jefferson. I'm sorry, everybody. But he always stands out. He, always he, stands he out. nailed just the the expressions on his face. Just sell the intrinsic disdain that Jefferson has for Hamilton. It's so funny. I'll go with Burr. I think it's been a while for him. Uh, always nice to have these recaps again um he's kind of reveling in it too so that's fun yeah uh they're at odds they're not friends anymore shout out to big oak of course oh hey uh, we didn't even mention uh the king sitting there dancing on a stool oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's a great but yeah we kind of mentioned it last week when we're like we just need they need an excuse to bring him back but after his song last week he's just sitting there dancing around he's happy with everything going on and, okay this is a question i've constantly been wondering to myself but i'll verbalize it aloud to you i see now when burr first gets on stage he's not facing the king but then he turns and he sees the king and he kind of slows his walk now do we think he slows his walk because he sees the king dancing or just for any other reason i think it's kind of like a comedic effect thing he's okay. like what's this guy doing here yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think it's on purpose. But that one has been like rattle around in my brain. I'm like, is he stopped because he's like, what the heck? Yeah, he's like, what? Is because he's like doing that weird dance. Yeah, he's like he's hopping around, bouncing around, having yeah. a time of his life over there. <laughs> with his little scepter <laughs> on a stool, on a baby stool. Yeah, <laughs> a little stool to the side. He's the king. What's he doing? Over there? Um. Okay. Would this work outside the play? Uh, sadly. Uh. Sadly, nay. The mild nay. Yeah. Um, the talking part kind of disperses all the good wheel will that was wheel. <laughs> <laughs> all the good will that was uh, garnered in the first half of the song. Uh-huh. Um, also, if you don't understand, if you don't have the context of why Washington not being there um, would hurt Hamilton, in particular, um, it kind of makes no sense. So. Mild nay from the person who has it ranked 29th. It's a hard nay for me. 
there's no context outside of what they're just talking about politics the whole time like it's it's absurd founder of the coast guard yeah well founder of the new york post branch of the government or a branch of the military army abuse cabinet post destroys his <laughs> reputation mm-hmm. I oh, sang gonna, the whole song. That's how short the song yeah, is. Yeah, if we can stop now, you're just going to finish the whole thing. <laughs> All right. All righty. Uh, we are up to Yumio. Recapping thoughts. Recap. The song this the song ish this week is titled The Adams hey, Administration. Hey, hey. It's a Doing song ish. It's, it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not on ABC. <laughs> we may be. <laughs> where dirt was thrown all over Hamilton for unknown reasons as he moved to another room where he began losing his mind maybe as Jefferson and Madison are trying to kill his character we heard about multiple cuts from the play but we still love the play as is Joe ranked this song number 29 even though he knows what's to come with this rank despite his love for his character despite Love for all characters. He says he stands by his 29, but it will still drop in his re-rank because July Joe is different from March Joe. He titled his historical nugget, Founder of the Coast Guard, where we learned smuggling was a problem. So Hamilton created the Cutters, a type of battleship controlled by the Navy. The act was approved by Congress because this guy was smart, but still had haters. Definitely not controlled by the Navy. Mm, controlled by someone. I heard the word Navy, so I just figured I'll throw that in there. <laughs> they were they were naval police, but they weren't controlled by the Navy. All right. Correction. It's, it's confusing. Eh. We learned naval a lot about just ships. Meeting on the water. And we're still learning about ships in water. <laughs> and Guns different and acts. Great song. And <laughs> And love was finally shown to the Coast Guard, a U.S. branch of the military often forgotten. Kyle ranked this song-ish number 43 as it wasn't a song, but was still fun. He titled his historical nugget, Hamilton Publishes His Response, where we learned Hammy was never fired, but he wrote a book. A very long book, which argued against Adams. Effectively, fifty-four pages, fifty-two pages, fifty-four pages, fourteen thousand words. Yeah, with multiple burns, as only the loquacious Hamilton could. He really didn't want to have a. He really didn't want Adams to have a second term. That fat mother person. (laughs) We, (laughs) We learned. Of a shout out to another play um, by Lynn because Lynn is a genius. As well, you all play can, wasn't by Lynn. Uh, another shout out, not by Lynn because he wasn't born yet. But he shouted out an other play. I Man, I don't know if he was born 1969. Then. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe not. Probably not. not. Probably not. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. All right. As you all can <laughs> tell by now, our shadow producer is amazing. But for some reason, these guys chose the same line, even though some of us might have chose the Burt opening. But <laughs> I guess the snarky guy gets the, the snarky guy's verse was favored. They even agreed on the same verse. Um, don't know what's going on here since Burt killed it in the opening again. 
But that's Producer just some of our opinion. Creeped in. I said the first half, which is where birds. So there you go. Okay. Producer thoughts of creeped in. We've left in the review. But hey, Kyle at least picked the right character. There it is. And we got a shout out to the Dancing Mad King. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. We are running out of song to talk about. Which means we are running out of time. I used to say I live my life a quarter mile at a time. We are the time haters of the brunch. That time. Looks like you're running out of time. All right. So for the running out of time game this week, I'll say that Joe holds the lead at 14 to 11 with eight ties. And this game will be ranking songs from longest to shortest, with this being the 34th song. Which is 54 seconds long, so I don't know how it's a song. Okay. <laughs> Man. I just sent mine. Uh, so we are uh, guessing where it ranks from yes. 1 to 46. From 1 to 46. Uh, uh, I feel, uh, I'm going to be so mad. I'm, I'm going to be, be very so mad. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be so why are you oh, guys yeah. feeling so mad? Because I've uh, the reveal. It might be higher. Yeah, mm. Mm. Uh, higher than lower, higher than higher, higher Don't. than somewhere. <laughs> Look, the rankings for this week is forty-five and forty-five. I wanted to do forty-four. I wanted to do forty-six. Really? Ah. What is it? And guess you guys both chose 45 for a reason because this song is number 45. Oh, okay. Ooh. All right. So I do know the low. Either way, I know what the shortest is. Well, I, I was like, if I was, because when he said 54 seconds, I was like, man, yeah, how long is the other one? Anything else shorter. <laughs> but okay. All right. So I, I still know what the so last So we drew again. Uh, Whew, that was. Uh, it had been. It had been three weeks. I almost put forty six. That's the upsetting thing. <laughs> I almost put forty four. So if we both did that, then we would just draw it. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm saying I we could have did it, and you could have won, or you could have did it. That's true. It was, this. This is the. This is how this game works, man. How the sausage gets made. It's dramatic. It's very dramatic. Oof. Just okay. Forty five out of forty six. Out of control. Well, let's get All to right. the comments from the company. You leave weird comments. Some comments. Go on social media and leave the comments. We got company. So, comments from the company. We got a video from our favorite company <clears throat> member, shadow producer, Roll It. Hello, Ham Boys. And today, I will be sharing my thoughts from the Adams administration. I think it's a good song, and I think it's the shortest song. You're giving them ants. Hey, don't give them any ants. <laughs> I'm not extremely sure though. So, just pretend you didn't hear that. I like that it's so much packed into this song, while it's uh, rather short, and I like that it's the opening to We Know, basically telling that basically telling Alexander Hamilton that they're going to use the affair with Mariah something against him. Spoiler alert. And that they know that it happens. And, and I like that it has a sort of past, fast tempo. And I think it's good. 
That was my thoughts. Solid. That was, of course, Little Smeezy, daughter of Big Smeezy, multiple guest, company member. Nice. Him, shirt owner. Yeah. Thank yeah. you very much. Great comments. Thank you, Little Smeezy. Uh, I wish I would have watched the video before the show because I would have known that it was definitely 45 then. Or she might have swayed <laughs> me into putting 46. That yeah. Threw that might have made you put 46. That probably would have solidified it. Off, so. You said you almost did anyway. I almost did. That probably would have put me over the edge. I was like, Little Smeezy wouldn't lead me wrong. She thinks it's <laughs> Um From Big Smeezy, though, she has this ranked number 32. Not Ooh. far behind me. Justification. Okay. You know who Much doesn't closer. justify me? PCG on the Discord uh-huh. has this as 46 dead that last. That is a significant number because that is dead last. last. Hmm. You know who also doesn't support me? You know one on the Instagram. He <laughs> says, uh, the Adams administration. What's not to love about this one? Is Burr in it? Enough said. Since we all love Burr. This guy loves Burr. Now, only if the song ended there, but it did it, and we got a lovely cadence from Jefferson, which wasn't that bad. It was magnificent. Until he began to speak, but nonetheless, it has Burr, who carried this one all the way up for me to number 43. Oh! Tied. Tied. Yes. Excellent. I always knew knew you were smart. Uh, <laughs> I take that as a slight. <laughs> hey, didn't say anything else. But yes, if you want your comments read, you can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Who Does a Pod, or you could go on our Discord and put it there. If you can get there through our pinned tweet on Twitter, which is the most redundant sentence, but has to be said. Must um, be said. It must be said. It must be nice. It must be said. Um. So yes, Kyle. Yes, we will post every week what song we're covering that week. So leave your comments there. Leave comments on past songs if you're just catching up with us. We are part of Anulo Network. Go to anulo.co to see the other great shows that we have. Uh, we are also on some of those shows along with some <laughs> other great people. Um, we also have merch. Go to wdap.anulo.co for our company member shirts available in many colors. I threw out the, what did I call it? The Hamilton challenge a few weeks ago. (laughs) If you buy a shirt in in every every color, color. (laughs) you win best company member. Joe, what do you got? You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorville. You can check out my hip hop album TV by headphone Joe. No, O, no E in the phone. Um, And this week in Women's History Month is, let me pull it up. Vinette Justine Carroll. Now, Vinette Justine Carroll was an American playwright and theater director. She was the first African-American woman to direct on Broadway with her 1972 production of the musical Don't Bother Me, I Can't Cope. Again, 1972. Until Leslie Tommy's 2016 nomination for Eclipse Carol was the only African-American woman to have received a Tony Tony nomination for direction. So, Miss Carol, thank you for your contribution to the theater. Awesome. Women's Black History Month. Women, <laughs> I, I lump them all. Yeah, a little bit. Go dash them both there. 
Uh, anything from either of our producers? Guys, anything to say? Nope. Silent producer staying silent. I like that bit. Shaking heads. Yumi out. Has nothing. He's just telling everybody Never. to be safe. Be safe. Stay in school, kids. Huge shout out. Absolutely. Oh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> no! Love that mom. I'm gonna bleed that. I'm gonna bleed that. I'm gonna bleed that. That would be amazing like if you did. <laughs> All right. Wow, uh, I, I don't know how to say this now. We are done. This show. We'll see you next week. My name is Kyle, and I have been here with his right hand man and left. Peace. You have been listening to the Anulo Podcast Network. We have four tremendous podcasts on our current roster. If you like the hit Broadway musical Hamilton, then you also might enjoy hearing the Ham Boys rank every song from the Hamilton soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast with hosts Headphone Joe and Kyle Loader. Get your sports talk radio fix with Cheers from the Press Box featuring Headphone Joe Dorville and stand-up comedian Brennan Tassif. Curious about how the brain works? Get your neuroscience knowledge with some laughs at Misbehavior Journal Club. This fortnightly science slash comedy podcast is where two lady researchers bring you the latest studies on behavior. It stars Amiel Moreno and Leah, a.k.a. Leah, or vice versa, Krevit. Finally, we have a new low. The podcast has started it all. This show features Farzad, Headphone Joe, Kyle Loader, L. Greg, and Scott by Scott. They discuss anything and everything depending on their moods or their level of sobriety at the time. Thank you for supporting the Anulo Network and feel free to share your favorite episodes with friends and family. Thanks again and goodbye.